Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. Shalom from the Galilee. I'm so thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. And today we continue in our study for my book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. And we've already seen from Galatians chapter 3 that those who are of the faith of Messiah Jesus are spiritual children of Abraham by covenant. We've looked at the first three promises of the Abraham Covenant. Today, we're looking at chapter 7 of my book as we look at, And you shall be a blessing. Now, I'm going to do a review read quickly, and then we're going to have a word of prayer. We've already looked at this in previous teachings. Genesis chapter 12, verse, beginning verse 1. Now, the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. One, I will make you a great nation. Two, I will bless you. Three, and make your name great. And today's fourth promise we're going to look at, and you shall be a blessing. So now let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you that we can gather around your promises as spiritual children of our earthly spiritual father Abraham. In Messiah Jesus' name, I'm asking you to bless Bless all of our viewers today, and we thank you for what you're going to do with this program today, Father and Messiah, Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the fourth of seven promises pertains to the blessing that Abraham would be to others. You see, this is the way of the true and living God, Elohim the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One of his primary ways to bless people is to raise up blessed people who then spread his love. Sadly, and far too often, hurt and cursed people tend to hurt and curse other people. But thankfully, healed and blessed people seek after and are empowered to heal and bless other people. You see, it's through Abraham's relationship with the one who blesses that Abraham was and is today such a blessing. Now, let's think of the concept of our calling to be a witness and consider Acts chapter 1 verse 8 as our resurrected Savior tells His disciples and us today, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now, Sarah 
who was called Sarai in Babylon, was introduced to the living God through her husband, Abram's witness. Yes, it's important to remember that Babylon was immersed in pagan idolatry. How was Sarai lifted out of such a wicked society and environment? It was through being introduced by her husband, Abram, to the true and living Elohim, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Abram's love for Elohim became Sarai's love for Elohim. Yes, Abraham's blessing became her blessing. Her husband's obedience became her obedience as we see Sarai following Abram to seek after the fulfillment of the promises. Then Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people whom they had acquired in Haran, and they departed to go to the land of Canaan. So they came to the land of Canaan. That's in Genesis 12. We also see that Sarah became so blessed that Elohim decides to entrust her with a great measure of the fulfillment of the covenant promises. You see, without covenant children, the covenant promises cannot be fulfilled. And Sarah was barren until she was past the age of childbearing. Her faith became mighty, and she gave birth to the promised child Isaac as she was truly blessed by Abraham's life witness of following after God. Look at Hebrews 11 in the Hall of Faith. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. And we have an even more powerful new covenant witness opportunity upon which to build. Even today, our Savior, He came the first time, paid for our sins, and rose from the grave. Excuse me. Hallelujah. His Spirit is poured out and shed abroad in our hearts today. Certainly, the witness of Abraham helps us to understand these life-giving principles. Yet, we have a supercharged reality today in this new covenant that Abraham didn't. You see, that opportunity, it comes with a high calling and responsibility. For example, think of how Abraham loved precious Sarah. But far beyond that, in this new covenant empowered reality, just think of a Christ-following wife and husband's opportunity and responsibility and calling. First, let me tell you that my wife's witness pulled me out of horrible sin as she received Messiah Jesus during the time of our marriage. Listen to 1 Peter chapter 3. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves 
being submissive to their own husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. My wife did exactly this when she got saved, and she led me to Messiah Jesus. And now let's look at husbands. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Ephesians chapter 5. So now let's consider Uncle Abraham to the rescue like a lifeguard. Abraham's nephew, Lot, who was also immersed in the pagan culture of Babylon, was delivered out of destruction by the witness of Uncle Abram. For good reason, there's much to discuss about Lot's faith or lack thereof regarding his witness, but the Bible does call Lot righteous in 2 Peter 2, which we'll see uh, in just a moment. Where did Lot learn about the true and living Elohim, through whom did the Holy Spirit shine, leading Lot from the path of destruction to the pathway that leads to life? Well, as we saw a moment ago in the Genesis passage with Sarai, it was his uncle's bright light that showed his nephew the way out of Babylon into the promised land. Not once, not twice, but three times, Abraham rescued Lot from destruction Yet it really wasn't Abraham. No, it was the Lord using Abraham as his holy lifeguard. The second time was when Lot and his family were taken prisoners of war while living in Sodom. And then when Abraham interceded for Lot and family, when the Lord was about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Now in Genesis 18, uh, you find the testimony of this. We don't have time to read that whole block of passages today. But Abraham negotiates the Lord down to 10. If 10 righteous live there, the Lord would not destroy the city as Abraham is pleading for righteous Lot and family. And the apostle Peter, he speaks about how the Lord had mercy on Lot and some of his household as well. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly and delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked. Now, when we come back in just a moment, we're going to see our new covenant, opportunity, responsibility, and, and great power to be a blessing in our generation, even in this generation that is like none other. What do we need to do? Watch therefore, be ready. And in a moment, we will be supercharged in our understanding of what it means. And you shall be a blessing. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel. 
as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch Therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch Therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletter by post or by email. Uh, we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch Therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or poured out for the nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In these critical times where the birth pains and the other signs of the time are increasing and, and the shaking is becoming more prevalent in the world today. Folks, my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, is a great resource to help you to be calm, full of faith, and understand the times in which we live. So we're offering my book again, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, uh, with a donation of any amount to our ministry. We don't want money to be a hindrance to you getting this book. With a donation of any amount, you can get your copy of the book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. And guess what that will help you to do? It will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. We're continuing on in our study for my book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. We're looking at the fourth promise to Abraham, and you shall be a blessing. And where we left off, we saw that Abraham was like a lifeguard on a rescue mission. And in the same way, Abraham interceded for his nephew, Lot. We have powerful new covenant instructions full of grace and mercy to prayerfully intercede today, even for leaders of nations. And think of this, today as the world is shaking, we can intercede and see the goodness 
of the Lord. It's our Father's will to pray for the lost, to see them rescued. The Bible is our intercession guidebook. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 2. Therefore, I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Our Heavenly Father sent His only begotten Son, Messiah Yeshua, Jesus. Yeshua means Jehovah saves. He came to rescue lost souls sentenced to eternal judgment in a lake of fire. Though not a popular message these days, this is the truth of why our Lord would pay such a high price coming to this sin-sick earth and then suffering the way he did to pay for our sins. Hallelujah, he's risen. It was the greatest rescue mission in human history. This is why the term saved, it's so appropriate for those who have been forgiven for their sins. He came first to his brothers in Israel. And there's something very interesting to consider about that, which will be addressed in the next promise of the Abraham covenant. What is the holy life preserver Elohim has provided for us to throw to people? It's the gospel of Messiah Jesus. Listen to these passages. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Yet far from being over, this rescue mission continues. Who are today's lifeguards commissioned to be such a great blessing to others? Remember, and you shall be a blessing. Most certainly, it is the children of Abraham who have themselves been saved. We're the ones commissioned to seek out those who are drowning in their sins. Now consider the term beauty for ashes as we look at an Isaiah passage to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. This passage speaks directly to Israel's gospel restoration after the great tribulation. But there's another good application for us to consider today. You see, the difficulties, suffering, and even great times of, of sorrow in this life are often asserted as the defense for atheism. How could a loving God allow such sorrow and injustice? Actually, that question is answered very well and specifically in the eighth chapter of Romans. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. 
For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope, because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption and to the glorious liberty of the children of God, which takes place when we return with Messiah Jesus, having been raptured, given glorified bodies. We return with the Lord without sin in our bodies to reign and rule with Messiah Jesus on the earth. So our Father in heaven, He has subjected all of His creation for a very brief time from eternity's perspective to seemingly absolute futility. The only thing preventing this futility from being absolute is the reality of the hope for creation. That hope is the future eternal kingdom of Jesus Christ. Futility will disappear. Suffering will end. All injustice will be judged. And pure love and justice will reign and prevail. Sin's bondage, the corrupting influence on this earth will give way to liberty when King Jesus reigns on the earth. Oh, hallelujah. And, and the account of Abraham's life is one of full reliance of Elohim, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit to bring him through this temporary wilderness of futility. Elohim, the Lord, kept giving Abraham beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes. Through every struggle, the Lord kept raising up gracious deliverance and eternal hope from the wilderness of futility. This unwavering and faithful hope of our earthly spiritual father Abraham blessed him, his community, his physical descendants, and so many spiritual descendants, including you and me today. And this has been down through the centuries and then into eternity. Hallelujah. Our earthly spiritual father's blessings shout out hope and faith to bless you right where you are today. And do you know something? Our Savior gives us the comfort of His love in this oftentimes wilderness of a world. Why? So that then we can go and be a blessing to others. Listen to this powerful, supercharged passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds through Christ. Now, if we are afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effective for enduring the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or if we are comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope for you is steadfast, because we know that as you are partakers of the sufferings, so also you will partake of the consolation. Folks, more than ever, we need to walk like Father Abraham through this time of the signs of the times, like the birth pangs. And as the world will be shaking and fearful, we will be comforted by the Lord. And then we can take that comfort to others and you shall 
be a blessing. We have the blessed hope of the rapture, and we need to take as many people as possible with us. Hallelujah. How can we be a great blessing today? Think of the words of Messiah Jesus. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So, in a nutshell, we give them Jesus, our Lord. Our life is a blessing to others as we follow Messiah Jesus. Our Holy Spirit lives bear fruit that will remain forever. Instead of being worldly takers, we are Holy Spirit givers. Hallelujah. We constantly give Yeshua, Jesus the Lord, the bread of life, who came to save, heal, raise up. We give him to everyone that we can. This is the way for, and you shall be a blessing. Today, give them Messiah Jesus. Now it's time to activate. At the end of many chapters of my book, I have activation points where we can go and do, not just here, we can be doers of the word. What I'm going to do is give four of the seven activation points from this chapter that are in my book. I'm going to give you four today. When you get my book, you can get the remaining three. Number one, today, seek Abba Father to be filled with the Holy Spirit to be a powerful witness. Two, today, love everyone in your home to bring them near to the Lord. Three, today, seek to be a gospel lifeguard rescuer. Four, today, look to give beauty for ashes. Find ways to bless hurting people the way you have been blessed in your difficulties. Give them Messiah Jesus. And for anyone who's watching today, and you're not sure that you've been rescued, you're not sure yet that you've been saved, I'm throwing the life preserver to you right now. Our Savior, Messiah Jesus, lived without sin on this earth. So this innocent man who's also God the Son, the only begotten Son of God, he would allow himself to be crucified that when the nails went through his hands and feet, his innocent blood shed down that cross, spilled down that cross for your sin and for my sin. Every time we've lied, cursed God's name, lusted, and, and so much more. Countless other sins. He paid for them all. He died and he was buried on the third day. Hallelujah. He rose from the grave and he wants to forgive you today. What you, must you do? Turn from your sins and trust in Messiah Jesus to save you and forgive you and go to follow him. Folks, now is the time. Cry out to him, Lord Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner. Thank you for forgiving me today. I'm going to follow you now, Lord. Amen. And what should you do next? Watch Therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return.
Watch Therefore, and be ready. Sword will go forth to take back and restore what 